welcome to another edition of the Kentucky High School Baseball Coaches Association podcast, your source for everything that is Kentucky baseball. Today we are sitting down with Zach Ivester here at the local Prospect Starbucks as he is the head baseball coach at North Oldham coming off his first region championship and ending my program season, which I'm thrilled about, or not really, but uh, I thought it'd be fun to, to talk to a district rival and be the first to do so, I believe, in podcast land. And I hope the audience can feel the inter-rival district hate coming through the airwaves and animosity. <laughs> but uh, that being said, let's go ahead and uh, hear what the winner at the table has to say, Zach. So how about that intro? And, of course, the Kentucky high school baseball coaches cannot afford your coffee today. Uh, it's all right, man. I'm sick of the water. <laughs> you heard that uh, crying in the background for those listeners. I think that was Levi. Um, <laughs> But, uh, no, it's a great intro, man. I appreciate it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I thought it would be fun to do an episode, you know, to sit across my, with my rivals and uh, kind of pick his brain, dive into some of the things they're obviously doing better than us and uh, and just uh, make it a fun episode and also congratulate him on a great season. And uh, so that being said, let's go and talk about how you got started coaching and, uh, and all that nice stuff. Yeah, well, first of all, man, I appreciate you, you having me. Uh, I've been listening, and a lot of this stuff, it's so entertaining and um, – like, you hear a lot of these names from a lot of these coaches and stuff from across the state. You see their emails, but you never really get to know them. Yeah. Um, so it's just been really cool. It's been a lot of fun to listen to it. Um, but, uh, sorry, you asked coaching background, yep, right? you there got you it. Go. Yep, yep. Um, so I actually kind of had a probably a different route than a lot of the guys uh, that you talked to. Um, so I played at South Oldham for three years. Uh, North Oldham opened up my senior year, and I, I made the move across the county. Um, I did not I, know that. Yeah, because yeah. I knew the, okay. the coach that had been hired there. Um, so I left south. Uh, that was a tough decision. but um, And then, man, I just went to college to, to be a student. I, I wasn't really good enough to play at a high level in, in college. Not a lot of programs are looking for a five foot nine, 160-pound <laughs> singles slap in first yep. baseman. Yeah, so, first baseman. Yeah. Um, but I knew I wanted to coach, so I looked at some ways, you know, to just kind of gain some experience. Uh, I played club ball at UK, but, you know, it's not quite the same thing. Um, so finishing up in college my last two years, I got hooked up, kind of did some student teaching uh, assignments with Henry Clay High School. Uh, and got in there with Coach Herb Hammond uh, for two years. And then I got hired as a, as a teacher at Dunbar when I got out of college and uh, started off there with Coach Larry Pointer, uh, who I know oh, yeah. you know well. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> and uh, was there for three years uh, with him. Was coaching summer ball the whole time, um, travel ball. And then, man, it couldn't have been more perfect. Uh, an English teaching job and the head coaching job opened up at North Oldham at the wow. same time. And, yeah. Um, wasn't really looking to leave Dunbar at the time, but I was like, man, I love coaching. I love the community. Yeah. If I don't make at least an attempt at it right now, uh, I, I will always regret it. So, yeah. and it worked out, man. And uh, that's how I ended up in North. Um, but well, yeah, it was a, it's kind of a circuitous route. Yeah. But, and then uh, he's also a cross country coach. Yeah, right? I, yeah, I was. I was a cross country <laughs> coach uh, for two years. Uh, actually, that was where I won my first regional championship as oh, nice. a cross country coach. Yeah. Did not have any idea what I was doing. <laughs> um, our athletic director at Dunbar, one day he came up to me and he was like, You like to run, right? I was like, Well, yeah, I guess. Um, 
He's like, you train for races? He's like, I, not well, but I do. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, you think you could put together like some training plans? And I, meanwhile, I have no idea where he's going with this conversation. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I guess, yeah. So, well, what do you think about being our new cross country coach? <laughs> like, man, I, I don't know. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. But uh, I would not say I was good at it, but I was good at getting the POs in yeah. on time and <laughs> yeah. uh, holding the kids accountable for being there. But, yeah. yeah. That's all. I had uh, my last year at UK, when I transferred to UK, I took aerobic running. Just met, ran for 30 minutes, came yeah. back, left. And that was my first C in college, actually, because I had it Friday mornings. <laughs> I had it Monday, Wednesday, Friday yeah. at 8 a.m., and I never made a Friday class. That's a quick so. turnaround after Thursday, <laughs> yeah, Thursday man. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, no comment on that, but uh, that's part of the reason why I had to retake it yeah. to get a B. So, or A, whatever. But anyway, so moving on. Um, so what was some of your uh, – so you mentioned Larry. Yeah. Was there any other coaches that were mentors to you along your coaching career? Well, so for me, um, I've been lucky to be around it. Uh, high school coaches, you know, for my entire life. Um, so my stepdad uh, is – Coach Driscoll, he was at Mail forever. Uh, he's KHSBCA right. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, nice. So I grew up around it, and yeah. not just the baseball aspect, but you know, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff that the people listening get. But you know, a lot of people who just follow co- uh, high school baseball, they don't always quite understand. So I think I had a unique perspective yeah. coming in, um, and then having him here on staff, it's just been a, it's been a huge help. But um, you know, I, I learned a ton from uh, Coach Pointer uh, when I was at Dunbar. He probably doesn't even realize uh, how much I have kind of taken away from a lot of his methods and styles and um, just the way he would run a practice. Yeah. Um, but also, man, that staff that he had at Dunbar, that was like a dream team. Um, I was just kind of a fly on the wall learning from yeah. those guys. He had it was him. And, you know, I'm a Larry, it's, it's, he, he's really underrated. Uh, yeah. You know, you hear so many names about, like, the Giants in Kentucky high school baseball. Uh, and you don't really hear his name a lot, but he's won a lot of games. And he, you know, he won a lot of games at Bryan Station, which isn't an easy place to always win. And yeah. um, now he's doing big things at Tate's Creek. But that staff, uh, when I was there, it was um, – you know, Kevin Goins, who uh, has had success everywhere yep. he's been. Uh, Ronnie Martin, who was at Lexington Catholic, won state championships. Um, Jason Carter, who's the head coach at West Jess now. Um, so, I mean, that staff was legit. It is good staff. Um, yeah. And so just being around all those guys and sharing ideas uh, and kind of more importantly seeing that, you know, Rodney might have one way to do things. Larry might have another way, but there's more than one way to skin a cat uh, yeah. to, to kind of achieve our objectives. Um, so, you know, I would say Coach Driscoll, my stepdad, he's obviously kind of the number one because he's been around forever. But um, Coach Pointer was a huge – he was kind of – he was a huge influence on me, uh, more so than he probably knows. Yeah, that's awesome. Which uh, he won his first region, as we know. Coach Pointer did this last – uh, last week, and he's moving on to the second round. They got PRP tomorrow night, yeah. I believe, at 8:30. Yeah. So, I will be at that game. Hope a lot of people think the state game, watching yeah. Coach Pointer up there, watching uh, him play PRP, which are, of course our president Sherm's yeah. in that game. And I, know. and I think that you know my philosophy is that PRP because of president of our associations on that staff get a lot of calls. Yeah. And that's how they end up in the state every exactly, year is man. a lot of calls from umpires. Yeah. 
And, yeah. uh, and I know Blake Leach of Hopkinsville, our vice president, won the region this year. Yeah. And, and uh, Blake, I know, listening to this, is one of my former college teammates, and I'm sure he had a bunch of calls yeah. to us while he won the region. Yeah. So, Blake, congratulations on uh, buttering up the umpires, man. We appreciate that. <laughs> But uh, anyways, so that, that's awesome, man. That's a, it's, I love when coaches bring up a lot of coaches around the state because people will listen to it and say, hey, your name is on the podcast. Yeah. we got a shout-out. So we appreciate that, Zach, as I'm sure your former coaches will too. Um, so let's move it on. So as far as that North Oldham, you get the job. Uh, and what, what's some of the, the things you want to establish right away in that program based on your experiences or what you want to do? Yeah, well, it's funny, actually. You know, when I, when I look back to when I first got hired, um, I was sure I was ready. I was sure I was ready yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, but that first year, man, I had a, there were a lot of hard lessons that I had to learn. And you can be around it as an assistant forever, but until you're actually kind of sitting in that chair, um, you don't really. You, I don't know that you're ever really ready for it. Yeah. Um, but I knew uh, kind of the values that we wanted to instill, um, and. A lot of those are things that I learned from my stepdad and Coach Pointer. Uh, we wanted to be disciplined. We wanted to play hard-nosed. And the thing about North Oldham that was so weird, I mean, being an alumni, uh, I always followed them. Um, they would have success in these spurts, uh, but then they would – there was never, like – it wasn't consistently contending for regional titles. Right. Um, yeah. And so I guess my – first goal was, uh, man, we may not win it every year, but we want to be in the hunt every year. Um, and that's going to take a lot of commitment and really preaching to the kids that, um, and we, we preached it all the way through this year, uh, you might not always win a championship, but your effort every single day needs to be a championship effort. Otherwise, you're not going to be in that position. Um, and it took us a couple years to really, you know, you got to cycle through it couple classes you got a new guy yeah. in um yeah. it's a new way of doing things but the last couple of years we've kind of really seen that come to fruition um and it's really been special to watch and you know we lose a lot of talent this year but still feel good about the future because um talent comes and goes but our approach our attitude yeah uh, i mean that's the stuff that we can control every single day right, um and so you know we might take our lumps next year where we didn't take them this year, but uh, I'm confident that kind of with the systems that we have in place about uh, just showing up to the field every day, being hard-nosed, um, doing things the right way, and then really, you know, you're playing for the school, you're playing for a coach, but, I mean, you're playing for each other and, and your teammates, and if they care about each other, if they're invested in each other, it's their program, and they're going to take a lot of pride in it, and the right. results should then follow. Yeah, that's great, man. There's a lot of good points in there, and a lot of the same similarities we hear as far as the other great coaches across the state, and, and uh, definitely feel like you know you've arrived there for sure. Um, so moving on as far as the program, you know, we were joking before the uh, region game with Coach Walker at South Oldham about how you all won, won pregame for seven years in a row, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. so your pregame is very involved, which is great. And uh, I love the fact that you have a lefty and a righty. So you can, oh, yeah. you can hit those left-handed ground balls yeah. to the first baseman that yeah. they typically don't get in BP and right. uh, fungo yeah. practice. So let's talk about how, uh, as far as like your pregame stuff, like you're an Aaron Beards. So we'll get to Aaron Beard in a minute. Um, but as far as like how y'all developed your pregame routine and, and just uh, was it based on reps? We try as many reps as possible for the get used to the field or was it just for a show and go or what? So. You know, I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. Okay, so the first two years that I was yeah. there, 
we just did like a one man fungo. It was me hitting pregame. Yeah. And it was just boring. It was just boring. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I, I don't know that it does a lot for us. And if you're not ready to go by the time you're taking <laughs> yes, pregame, you're probably not going to be. Yeah. Um, but we decided, you know, we're, we saw a couple teams like in Florida and stuff, and they take it, and we'd be like, oh, man, they look sharp. They're yeah. ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so him and I sat down one day, and we're like, let's just let's just go for it, man. Let's, <laughs> let's yeah. make it. Let's make it as involved as we can. Let's get yeah. balls flying everywhere. Uh, and, man, we spent, like, probably more time than we needed to. When we first put in that pregame, yeah. we spent probably, like, two or three practice days. Just, like, <laughs> and then yeah. I'm hitting balls to the wrong spot. He's hitting balls to the wrong spot. Kids are throwing baseballs. We got Our catchers have to be wearing their masks because yeah. there's so many balls coming in at the same time. Um but I mean, yeah. Now I mean, I get we get comments on that pregame all, all the time. time now. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. Because it just looks good. Yeah. I mean, it looks sharp if we're doing it right and it's crisp and the ball's where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I do think there's something to that. Maybe not necessarily for our kids, but if you're playing against a good team and they come out looking a little bit flat, and then they see, man, these guys are ready to go. They're sharp. Yeah. yeah. Um, it might not end up showing up in the score, but uh, it might. So, um, yeah, but it's just fun. And the kids have a good time with it. They take a lot of pride in, yeah. in our pregame. Uh, I loved how uh, you know, Aaron hit that pop-up you know, before our district game. Hit it straight up. Not Aaron, but uh, Logan, Logan did. Yeah. Skyrocketed when the team went crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. And then so I'm like, well, you know what? I've not hit a good one all year. I yeah. haven't. So I get up there. I'm like, all right, I, I got to at least try. Yeah. Hit my best one all year. I'm like, yeah. We're winning this game. Yeah. Well, it didn't happen, but that's what I was thinking. You know, yeah, man, I, don't even, I don't even try on the catcher <laughs> pop-up. I can't do it. I never have been able to. Um, I, and Aaron, Aaron's not great at it either. Yeah. He thinks he is, but that's the whole reason he hands it over to one oh, of the I players. Because, makes sense. Uh, Logan practices that, man. He, he's got it down. He does. Yeah. He, he is straight up. That was awesome. So let's talk about, about your assistant coaches now. Talk about, you know, you all do come out. I know one of your assistants, Driscoll, won the coach of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Is he your pitching coach? Or is yeah. He, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I was impressed with him last year. Uh, you won't know this, but before we played y'all's game with your field last year, I was actually in the porta potty going to the bathroom, and it was right next to your bullpen. Yeah. And uh, he was just sitting there and just on top of the pitch call and the sequences of the pitches. I was like, wow, that guy's pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, and, and sure enough, last year, the, the stat that stood out to me the most was in both our games, you didn't walk one of our pitchers, one of yeah. our players. You know, So that was like one of the reasons why we, you were successful. I thought we weren't because we didn't walk. Yeah. We, we didn't walk. Yeah. And you all, and you, you all did. So that was, so I, that was probably well deserved by, by him. So let's kind of talk about your, your coaches, Aaron and him, and, and uh, kind of bragging those guys a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we've got a lot of great great guys that help out. But, um, you know, as far as uh, Coach Beard goes, um, man, he's kind of my right-hand man. Uh, and he's just incredible to have around. Um, he does it all. And, you know, in the process, when I first got hired and, you know, him and I started off together, it was just like, hey, we're going to coach together. But, uh, you know, it's – you're with those people every yeah, single yeah. day. Of course. Um, you see them more than you see your family. So uh, just having him as a, as a friend and as a sounding board, it, it's just been invaluable uh, to me. Um, and, you know, the big thing with Beard is that he's – I guess what I've learned, and this is my, my first year I came in, you know, guns blazing, and yeah. I'm, I'm a head coach, and – I need to be 
in charge. I need to be in control. I need to set the tone. Um, and it, it took me a couple, a year, maybe two years, to kind of realize that uh, I had to do a much better job of using the guys that I had around me. Um, they knew yeah. as much as I did, yeah. uh, and sometimes more than I did. Um, and they're great communicators, and you know, you got 40 kids in the program. Maybe Coach Beard has a better connection with a certain kid than I do. And, he's going to be a much more valuable in that kid's development than I will just because he can reach him better than I can. That's a great point. Um, yeah. And so, you know, there's days now where it's like, God, we didn't hit for nothing yesterday. Um, and I'm like racking my brain. What can we do? What do we need? But then I'll just think, you know what? Uh, Beard is much better than I am at breaking down somebody's swing, like yeah. point for point. Yep. And so I'll text him and be like, man, we're doing BP today. You got it. Yeah. And he'll come up with the plan. He'll come up with the rounds, the drills. Uh, he'll come up with, like, individual objectives for kids. Um, and I don't think it's it's any coincidence that, you know, as I've gotten more comfortable with turning a lot of that stuff over, right. we've become a much better team. offensive team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, we talked a little bit about Todd, Coach Driscoll, my stepdad. Um, but for him, uh, you know, he's great with the pitching, and the kids have a good time with him because he's a little bit more old school. Yeah. He's got all these crazy sayings that they like to um, that they like to kind of mimic. Um, but you know, he's done a great job with the pitchers, uh, and you know, like this year is a perfect example. We we lost a ton of pitchers to injuries, um, and we were kind of just plugging guys in, and we didn't know. We didn't know how they were going to do. Yeah, um, and just kind of teaching them through, you know, it's kind of building the plane as you fly. Uh, you know, we're going to see what this kid can do. And then turns out they learn things and he's able to work with them through maybe some of the issues that they had in a certain game. Uh, so that the next time, and by the time we're getting towards the end of the season, um, they're ready to go and they're ready to contribute on the mound. Uh and then, you know, both of those guys, for me, uh, you know, they've got a Beard and, and Driscoll. They've got a unique ability to – I always joke with Beard. Um, he'll offer suggestions sometimes, and we we don't always see eye to eye. Maybe 98% of the time of we do. Yeah. But, you know, that 2% of the time, I can tell – I know it's probably the right decision or the right thing to do if he says – I'm telling you this as your friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, all right, like yeah, maybe yeah. he's right. Maybe yeah. maybe I'm just being stubborn or I'm being difficult. Uh, but then we've also got a lot of – we've got a big staff and we've got, you know, Coach Lamar and Coach Hollingsworth who run the JV and the freshmen. Uh, we've got Coach Donnie Johnson who worked, helps out with the pitchers. Throws awesome BP, gasses up the kids That's sometimes. That's good, That's underrated. Uh, so, like, when we're seeing, you know – some of your studs on the mound that they throw hard. I mean, I throw what, like 68 miles an hour? Yeah, that you, might yeah. be generous, but yeah. you know, he'll get up on the mound uh, mm-hmm. and he'll gas him up until his yeah. arms hang by a thread. Uh, and that's just invaluable. And, it is. But you know, you know, and all the people listening, uh, the hardest thing is just finding people who are willing to commit the time yes. for like yeah. 15 cents an hour. 
Um, they're passionate about it. And if you find the right guys who are, who are truly passionate about it, they care about the kids, they want to teach the game, and they just yeah. love being around it, yeah. uh, that passion and that, I mean, it rubs off on the kids. And if you're excited to be there, the kids are excited to yeah. be there. That's a great. That's a great way to put it. I, that's why I brought about Bo numerous times in my few other podcasts. But you know, this year I know we both scored over 300 runs this year. Yeah. Had great offenses and and uh, Bo, I just kind of gave him. He, he when he was interviewing for the job, he's like, "Can I do this? Can I do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, if you come in, the offense is yours." Besides base stealing, yeah. of course, that's yeah. the base <laughs> running's mine. Yeah. You know, and always uh, and when so I, I brought Chris Sangin. You know, he's at Louisville. I asked him like, "What does Coach Mack do at Louisville?" Yeah. He just pretty much coaches base running. I'm like, see, yeah, that's yeah. all head coaches got to do yeah, is coach base running. Right? That's it. It's you know, Bo. Bo is the guy. He, he coaches first. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's the yeah, young guy. I'm from the first time when we played you all this year. Um, he was getting all fired up. I was like, man, that guy has had like nine. Red Bulls <laughs> yeah, that's today. him. That's him. But he's he's tripping. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I didn't really know him, but we talked to him a little bit at the district yeah. tournament. And, um, but yeah, it's just fun seeing guys like that, whether yeah. it's on someone else's staff or your own. Um, that you know, kids, kids are different now. Yeah. Uh, whereas even for me, I didn't graduate that long ago. But even for me, it was more of like a stern disciplinarian. I, you know, I kind of learned that I sh- was afraid of my coaches and I should do what they say because that's what they said. Right, and course. I wasn't yeah. gonna play or I was gonna run if I didn't follow what they yeah. said. And I think there's a, there's a place for that sometimes, the stern disciplinarian, but. It feels like kids now that they, they, there's better ways to reach them, and um, you don't have to get in their shorts when they yeah. make a mistake. You just have to make sure that look, I believe in you. We believe in you. We're passionate about your development. Yeah. Uh, we want you to grow as a player, and we're confident, and we're gonna let you make your mistakes, and then we're gonna be there to put our arm around you, and be like, okay, this is why you yes. shouldn't have swung at that yep. pace. This is why that was the wrong spot to run on the ball in the dirt whatever it is um and they're still learning what the right wrong thing to do was and you don't sacrifice that relationship with them yeah so this year you break through you win the regional title uh what was that like when you first region and after that moment uh that hopefully we'll have next year yeah yeah well hopefully you don't but uh no but it, it was it was special um and you know i told the kids this being my fourth year, that was my first senior class to go all the way through. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those kids that were starting for us this year were starting varsity as freshmen. Um, so to just kind of see the growth and them really building and investing themselves in the program and buying in with no guarantee that that's how it was going to end. Yeah. Um, it it was special and. I mean, it was a big accomplishment for me. It was special to, you know, it was special for me to win it with my friends yeah, as coaching with yeah. me and yeah. my stepdad. But, um, you know, the first thing I did was I wasn't reaching for, like, hugs with the coaches and the kids. It was just so cool to watch them all dogpile on each yeah. other at the end. Uh, because, man, it's their, like I said before, it's their program. They're the ones that are sacrificing time with their girlfriends and, um you know, working on homework till 1230 because the bus didn't get home till 11. Uh, so for them to just see that, for them to really be able to celebrate that and achieve it together and have that sort of joy for each other, uh, it was just really special to watch. Yeah, it was, uh, 
we were we played at Simon Kenton this year because we knew the region was there. We just, after we we played them, played pretty well, beat them, and went to center field. And just, so actually, hey, look at the mound. That's where the yeah. dog pause can happen. Yeah. Try to visualize it, yeah. how the guys lined up. So just look at it, and visualize. Somebody's gonna be there, right? Somebody's gonna do it. And yeah. Unfortunately, it was you, not yeah. me. But there I, you, you know, I appreciate that. That was nice of you. Uh, so, anyways, as far as um, so moving forward next year, I know you're losing everybody, which I'm ecstatic about yeah. for the most part, yeah. right? Besides Logan. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'm not sorry to see what McAfee, Atkins, Doyle, yeah. and Rose all yeah. to go. Yep. Yeah. So guys, hey, it's been great seeing you the past few years. I'm, I'm <laughs> sad to see you go. See great ya. careers. Bye, peace, moving on. Uh, but so what's some of the things you're all going to do probably in the fall, to attack the fall next year as, yeah, uh, as so a bunch of the young kids? We start, I mean, we start our baseball stuff. I mean, most of our kids play summer ball. Yeah. And they play all the way through, man, like July, mid-August. Um, and you don't want them to burn out, so we go back – Usually we start the week after Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, just some workouts, pretty laid back, pretty light stuff. Uh, and then we we re-familiarize them with a lot of sort of the technical aspects, um, first and third, bunt defenses, and uh, just kind of the expectations, um, and maybe some things that we're changing. Uh, so even the kids who have been around for a while, hey, we're doing this this way now, we want to try this. Uh, I mean, we do a lot of work in the in the fall, baseball-wise, but it's just a lot more laid back. We yeah. play fall games, but, you know, we might be up four to nothing and then do a mass substitution yeah, yeah. we might end up losing the game. So yeah. uh, we teach them your goal in the fall when we're playing those fall games. It's just to win pitches, to win at-bats, win innings. Yeah, um, I like that. And then, you know, whatever the scoreboard says at the end of the game doesn't matter. Um, if you did your job, if you got better, um, then you're going to help us in the spring, regardless of what that final score was in some fall game in J-Town. Um, right. And then, you know, we moved from that, typically around towards November, We that's when we really start hitting it in the weight room. Um, and uh, I'll be honest, I... I know you might be shocked at looking at me. I'm not <laughs> yeah. a huge weight room guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm more of a yeah. cardio guy. Oh, I know, yeah. But uh, and so that's a hard – that is a – you know, we've all got our things as coaches, and that is a grind for me uh, just in the weight room. But, um, you know, we've been doing our weight, our weights and our off-season conditioning uh, the same way for the last two years. And I don't think it's really any coincidence that, you know, over the last two years we've hit, what – 78 home runs or whatever yeah. so yeah. it works the proof is in the pudding I, I know the value of it so sometimes you just got to go grind through it yeah I was hoping we had the uh you know the corner in the market as far as that was the first thing I did when I took over was hey we're gonna be in the weight room we're gonna be strong be yeah. big and powerful because I, I as I said before in the podcast I when my first my third game we played you know start off 2-0 feeling good about being a high school coach play Trinity yeah they were number one team in the state that yeah. year and and just I walked in the field, I'm like, oh my gosh, look at their, I can see the striations of their quads and their, yeah. and their traps. There's a bunch of yeah. grown men out there, they're a bunch big. of pipsqueaks. They're you know? their yeah. first baseman who hurt us in the semi-state game. I mean, I'm going through the handshake lines. I'm like, God, this kid's 41 yeah. years old, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Coach Arnold will appreciate that. But yeah. I know he doesn't do the strength program. But anyways, but no, but yeah, and I saw in the Twitter feed, it'd be like, you know, Trinity weightlifting this morning, this morning, over and over again. I'm like, we got to get there. Yeah. And, and this year for us, I know I felt, you know, we had 30 home runs and right behind you guys and a lot of those, a lot of those numbers as far as uh, power. But 
I was disappointed to see yeah. y'all had so many home yeah. runs because I'm like, you know, I want y'all to be a cross-country team. So yeah. you should get back to that. Yeah. Get back to the cross-country. Yeah. Also, kind of, when you said the cross-country thing, it made sense because after our game, I noticed your pitcher ran for like about nine miles. Oh, like, that's oh. Coach Driscoll, man. <laughs> yeah, they run. Like, they don't, it, it was funny after the day. So when we won the regional championship, you know, all the kids are celebrating. Yeah. Parents are over there waiting for us. And, uh, all the kids kind of start matriculating back yeah, towards yeah. the dugout, and Coach Driscoll's in the back, and he's like, "Pitchers, <laughs> got you running!" And they're all like, "Are you si- like, are you yeah. serious?" Yeah. But uh, man, no rest for the wicked. That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. Cool deal, man. Well, uh, so as far as the association, kind of wrapping up this podcast, which has been great. Uh, what are some things you think that we can do to association uh, moving forward? I, mean, I know some coaches recommended the class system, yeah. um, which I think you guys maybe if they did the full football, you all may be a class below. So. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. but uh, was there any recommendations you have as far as making the association stronger or anything? You know, I, I, it's hard for me because I think that the association is, is great, and I, I can't remember who said it on one of the earlier podcasts. I think it was coached by uh, Bayoni, but it was like, it doesn't always feel like the coaches have much of a voice in the decision that KHSAA is making. Um, And that's, it's tough, and that's hard to swallow sometimes. Um, You know, I think classes, I think classes would be, would be great. I'm not, you know, we'll play whoever, and we want to compete against the best, and if the best is a 6A, or if the best is is somebody who's single a Beachwood. yeah we want to play him yeah. um and we're not we're going to respect everybody regardless of your size and but we're not going to be afraid to play anybody but it, it is hard to stomach you know when sometimes um you know you see these other sports and whatever we're like one of the only two states in the country that don't yep. class baseball and um it just seems like sometimes it's a disservice to the kids when uh, the the playing field, in a lot of ways, when you get to the postseason, it's not completely even for everybody. Right. Um, and you know, you hear that across the board. Six six A coaches say the same thing. Right. Um, yep. And you know, another thing that that I, I feel like, and you and I talked a little bit about. Uh, this after our district game was um, it's really hard for me sometimes to to understand some of the logic behind uh, you know for example why are why is North Oldham and, and Oldham County playing in first the first round. round of the districts right. um, that's just not a game that should be happening that early uh, it's two good teams with good players that are well coached that have tons of guys across the rosters playing in college and then you get to regional tournaments across the state that you know there's games in those tournaments sometimes they're just completely not competitive yeah and I, I understand the logic you know but why are we limiting why are we deciding who plays each other in district tournaments and based on geography instead of what you've you done on the baseball field. What you've done yeah. over the course of 36 games. Um, and that's just, I don't I don't know what the solution to that is, but, you know, you look across the state every year, um, and it, it just doesn't seem fair that yeah. certain teams are getting, are not getting to make postseason runs because, because we play in the same county. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason yeah. that that happened. Yeah, of um, 
And so that I, I don't know the solution, but surely there is one. And just saying I don't know the solution, it doesn't feel like a good reason to not try to find one. Right. Yeah. And some and some districts, uh, they're automatically in the region right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then Larry's, you know, give a shout out to the, the Lexington the 43rd district. district, man. Yeah, that 43rd is a district. Yeah. I, I want to say a couple years ago, I, I think all five teams were ranked the top 25 in the state. Yeah. And uh, and just to get the districts. I mean, we. That's why I'm saying. I guess we can't complain a whole lot. Yeah. You know, the last couple of years, we've all been pretty much ranked top twenty in the state. All us and South. But uh, but yeah, it's just like man, get through your district. Then okay, take a breath. Yeah. It probably should be yeah. the opposite. You know. Yeah. So yeah, that's a great point. And, uh, and of course, I'd back that. Especially yeah. This yeah. Year, I figure. You know? I figure you. Yeah. Might. I'd yeah. back that. Back that logistics behind that. But yeah, having a voice with the uh, with the guys that make the decisions of a KHSA is something that I know that hopefully we're trying to move forward. You know, get in that room, kind of get their ear, yeah. and just let them know about, hey, can we, you know, because baseball is different than football and yeah. basketball, you know, didn't matchups and yeah. things like that. And then, you know, another thing that I feel like, uh, and I totally forgot it, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say it, yeah. was, uh, you know, it feels like a lot of the reason that we're not classed is because there needs to be a justification to keep the basketball sweet 16. Well, of course. And, and I get yeah. that. That's a huge moneymaker for KJSAA. Yeah. That's a good point. But if that's the case, then I don't – like for us this year, I know that to a certain extent our kids felt cheated because we won the region and the facilities at Eastern are great. It was awesome. Yeah. It, was, it was a yeah. really cool environment. Yeah. Man, it was a huge crowd. But if you win the region in basketball – you get to go, go play it up. Yep. yep. And we win the region in baseball, or whoever was going to win our region, I think you get to go play at another high school, high school. field that you yeah. played at in the regular season. That's true. And, That's a good point. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't feel like it's 100% fair. And, um, you know, kind of makes baseball coaches and players, it makes us feel like the redheaded stepchild. And whether it's this year or next year, I do think that at some point, KHSA is going to have to take a hard look at that because – a lot of people across the state are pretty unhappy about that new format. Yeah. Um, you know, as as the groundswell for people against that start to rise, you know, they're going to have to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think then also getting the get, voice and opinions like yours and other coaches across the state is what's going to help make that ball roll. Yeah. And that's one thing we're definitely trying to help do. You know, it's probably not happening for us, probably 10 years down yeah. the road, 15 yeah. years down the road. Yeah. You know, maybe you, I don't know. You probably, yeah. Yeah. I can see being a 30-year coach at uh, North Oldham, you know. But, uh, but yeah, but, hey, great suggestions. And uh, I appreciate you sitting down with me and uh, taking some of my crap. And uh, But, hey, great, great year this year. I appreciate it's good to get to know you a little bit, man, yeah. for sure. And yeah. now the first couple of years that when you when you, when you threw out the, you're kind of a stern disciplinary coach, I don't think I've ever seen you smile the first couple of yeah. years or so you're yeah. coaching. So it's good to see the smiles and yeah. the excitement. And, yeah. And, uh, but, but, yeah, but I enjoy competing against you. And thanks for making baseball better across the I state, Coach. It. And All one right. time before, before you're gone, before we're both gone, I'm going to learn what 777 means. I still okay. haven't figured it oh, out. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, okay. yeah. That's for outfit alignment. I think. There you yeah. go. Yeah. 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 I'm there sitting you. over there in the third base box. I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> is he playing slots? I don't know, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that. You know what? We didn't get into a bunch of tactics here, yeah. which is good. You yeah. know, but uh, yeah. I know Oldham County has more bunt defenses next year. Just <laughs> prepare for that down the line. Yeah. But, uh, but hey, that being said, hey, coach, I appreciate having you on. And, uh, 
And then all the listeners out there, make sure you like and subscribe us, review, share the podcast, get it out there. And also, as we mentioned, the state tournament's going on at, uh, at Whitaker Ballpark. There's a coach's suite up there for the coaches who want to get there and, and get to talk to other coaches around the state. And it's great talking to guys that you have similar interests with because we all as head coaches, whether it's any level, high school, travel, Little League, you, you seem to obsess about your roster and your team and your lineup, and especially days you get beat. I, you know, courtesy of him, I don't think I ate for a day straight, so you know, I appreciate that. But well, they uh, got good chicken fingers in the box up there. Oh, they Every do? Year, man. <laughs> oh, there we the go. Best. Yeah. Well, there we go. So, anyways, we, we appreciate all y'all for listening and uh, never stop learning.